0: Uh, Hey everybody, it's me, Matt Drufke from the Fancy Boys Club, and before we get into this podcast, I just want to take a moment to tell you about something really cool and exciting that happened. One of our contributing writers, and he is also one of my closest friends, is the absolutely brilliant and wonderful uh, Jordan Holmes. Jordan, you may know from uh, the Knowledge Fight podcast, you may know from the work that he did uh, um, uh, for Fancy Boys, when he's written about sports and all kinds of other things. Uh, he has been working on a book that he just finished. He has released it uh, independently in a pay-what-you-want format. I've gotten the chance to, to get through a lot of it, and it's so good, and it's so wonderful. It reminds me why we love having Jordan write for the site and why we just love him as a guy. Uh, the book is called The Quiet Part Loud, And you can visit thequietpartloud.com to download that book. Again, it is pay what you want. uh, And I hope you do uh, support a wonderful guy and do that. So, all right. Thank you very much for that minute uh, of your time. And let's jump into the podcast. welcome back to the fancy boys club podcast hello it's been a while since we have been back we have been social distancing and it is hard to make podcasts while we're wearing a mask but we are back and happy to be here my name is matt drufke uh uh uh, Editor-in-chief uh, and writer to FancyBoysClub.com. This is our wonderful podcast where we talk about weird and different and interesting things. Uh, and today I have with me a very special guest, a guest I'm very excited to have on. Uh, it is my son, Conrad. Conrad, hello.
1: Hello, Father. How are you?
0: I am doing great. Happy you're back. You were la- yeah. You were last here in March. Yep. When uh, we talked, we covered, I think, the second round of uh, our fast food bracket. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, And I remember thinking, like, oh, it's good I have Conrad here because, like, this Corona thing has just started. We'll bring him in. He'll do an episode. He'll pinch hit a little. And then this thing will be done by, like, April or May. Oh, yeah. And then we can just continue going about our normal lives. Here we are in (laughs) mid-July. Yeah, And the world is still burning. Uh, yes. But I am happy to have you here. Yeah. This is an idea I have had for a bit, and I'm super excited. We are going to break down, right now, the top five characters we wish were in a Super Smash Bros. game. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I hope you are very excited about I,
1: this. I am, and that's great, because there are actually five slots left on the second uh, DLC Fighter Pass, for oh. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for so, Nintendo Switch. All right,
0: so let me ask you right now: uh, You play this game quite a lot.
1: I have I have, a, I, have a, I have a couple hours, in it, <laughs> you could say.
0: How many hours? And you say you play with friends online? Yeah, we do we do that a lot. Right. How many hours would you say you play a week?
1: I would say. Hmm. So when me and my friends play, we usually play for about two to three hour spans. We play maybe about three times a week. So I would say about nine to ten hours. A week. And that's not me practicing by mm. myself.
0: Okay. So probably you, more. All right. Like do you feel like, that? before we get to our list, do you feel like there is a character Who you are not good at. Who you're just like, this guy, no way.
1: I can usually pick up on how to play a character using the raw fundamentals of the game. Mm -hmm. But there are a few characters like Olimar and Rosalina and Luma. And a few others that I really, I just can't get the hang of for some reason. I I need to do a lot more practice than I am now.
0: Alright, now let's bring people in for those people who do not know. And for the record, if you see the title of this and you're like, I don't know what Super Smash Bros. is. And you are with us three minutes into this podcast uh a good for you b let us try and break this down for you super smash brothers is a game that has been around for a long time now in all kinds of uh, nintendo formats the nintendo
1: 60 no possibly yeah yeah, sixty-four. that was super smash and it creates
0: this basic premise of hey wouldn't it be fun to watch all the nintendo characters fight
1: yeah yeah, and, and they they just kept adding on the roster over the years. They've brought in characters from other like game companies. and so it's it's really become a huge franchise mm-hmm. in the Nintendo community and it's pretty popular across the world.
0: Is it fair to say that this is like this game is now like Nintendo's biggest series, perhaps? has it it's up, it's has up it up eclipsed there. even like a Mario like a Mario franchise game? Uh, yeah,
1: work. like like certain, okay. I would say that it has eclipsed. I like I would say maybe the Paper Mario series, maybe the Mario the Dreamland series, and I would say yeah, because I wouldn't say Mario Kart. Mario Kart is just too mm-hmm. too much of too much of a popular game. Okay, but it is now probably one of
0: Nintendo's best-selling franchises, just in how popular it's gotten over the years. Okay. So we are going to, t- as you said, they are still to release five new characters, and when will that be done?
1: Uh, we
0: think by, not this December, but by
1: next December. Okay. We got like five characters in just last year, Okay. but obviously all of this wasn't happening, so it's much harder for them to reach out to different companies and, you know, kind of ask for the rights, and so though we'll probably be seeing a lot of reoccurring Uh, franchises for this next pass.
0: Okay, so let's just hop right in. I want you to tell me what criteria you had for making your list, and then tell me what is your number five.
1: So my basic criteria is, I want a character that's semi-unique. They Mm -hmm. can take certain aspects of a character that I like, or certain characters that I like, but I want there to be something unique about them. Like, I really want a different sense of gameplay, and I think the creator of the game uh, wants that as well. As with each character, we've seen a new... We call them in the Smash community gimmicks, mm-hmm. but basically a new kind of ability or a new kind of something that hasn't been added in another character before.
0: So, for for example, what you're saying is, like, you—it it is no fun uh, if you were to say, like, why... Why are we putting on this Pokemon, even because its moves are going to be exactly similar exactly. to X-Pokemon? All, right. yeah. All right, so very good. Tell everyone, what is your number five? My number five for the list is from the Mario series,
1: actually. I wanted to start us off nice and clean. It is Kamek from the Mario series. You may know him as that weird little guy in the blue robe who has that wand and likes to mix things up. He's made an appearance in cool. every Mario Party game.
0: Yeah, uh, I know who that is.
1: Yeah, he's kind of a trickster, and I think the basic gimmick for Kamek would be is that he would be really good at stopping out what we call in the community zoners, or characters that are really good, and these usually have a few projectiles on their side, but really good at setting up a zone that's really hard to cross without taking damage. Okay. So he would be really good at reflecting projectiles or turning projectiles even to, like, Mario enemies, and I think that would be really cool.
0: Okay. Uh, I will tell you, I do not play this game very much. Uh, quite we, frankly...
1: We, we used to play it a lot. Quite, we used we, to play
0: it a lot. and and quite so, so quite frankly, my criteria is I am just looking for uh, something that I think would be cool in the game. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That, so. That's a very... <laughs> so, uh, and each of my picks represents a different... a different slot, if you will. And I'll kind of explain okay. how that's going when we get there. And my number five is also in the Mario. And it, this is the category I call... What the hell? Because you have Mario, you have Wario, you have Luigi, but you don't have Waluigi? Come on. Waluigi is a a ridiculous character. He is, uh, depending on what uh, format you're looking for, he carries around a ridiculous rose. Uh, He is just a guy where it's like, why not him? You got Princess and Toad. You got everyone in there. Waluigi is, quite frankly... Screwed, alright, out of this series. Yeah. It is time for him. He is in my category I call like I don't get it. I don't get why he's not in it. Would this.
1: you would you like me to explain some of the reason why he's probably not sure,
0: and then I will tell you why you are wrong.
1: Okay. So in this story mode of the game, it's mm-hmm. called World of Light, and basically you collect these things called spirits that will that you can make part of your spirit team and enhance your fighter. So you can take on more things. And while Luigi is a spirit, and that deconfirms a lot of, which we call deconfirming characters, from a lot of the series. However, that rule has recently been broken by a character from the ARMS series whose name is Min Min, and she used to be a spirit, but now she is a full fledged character, and so the spirit rule is has is semi-been broken. However, there's also, Waluigi is now an assist trophy, an item where if you get an assist trophy... Which looks like a little guy stuck inside a a trophy case, you can summon Waluigi, and he jumps around and he waves his tenant's racket everywhere. And we do not have an assist trophy that is also a character in this game yet. All right,
0: here's what I hear you saying, is Waluigi got screwed. Uh, He he, he did kind of get screwed. He got absolutely (laughs) hosed. It is completely unfair. Waluigi, I don't even care. Like how you say you're looking for a character to have moves, I don't even care if he has the exact same moves as any character. You have to put him in out of, quite frankly, fairness and equality. He (laughs) He is my equal rights pick. He is my number five. I'm very happy about that. Conrad, who is... Your number four. My number
1: four will be. We'll get a little bit of hate because the, in the Smash Bros. community,
0: I think are known the, I think it'd for, be funny if it, if you were like, it is Saddam Hussein. I, re- <laughs> I, re- <laughs> no, I re- not that
1: hated maybe, but it is from the Fire Emblem franchise and Smash. Bros. Oh, you'd love this franchise. Has, I do. I love the Fire Emblem franchise quite a lot, especially the games that were made for the GameCube and the Wii. Mm-hmm. I played those too many countless times, <laughs> and. um... But yes, Fire Emblem in the Smash community has too many characters. Too many characters. I think we're at eight or nine characters from the Fire Emblem series, four of which are characters are basically the exact same. Like we have two characters who, yeah, four characters have the exact same moves basically. And so I think it'd be cool if I think I believe that you've played the one for the Wii as Mm -hmm. well. Yes. Um, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, and I would want. Ron- I almost
0: called it Kingdom Hearts, which is not the <laughs> that which is not the right. I now. would
1: like Ranolf, the character. Uh, he he's kind of he's kind of the friend of nations, if I may, because he is he's a very likable, outgoing personality, but he's actually quite an amazing unit. Now he is what is called a lagoose, and he is basically like he can turn into a he, he's like a human that can turn into a cat. All right, like like yeah, like, mm. like a. Like like, not like a like, less cool werewolf Yeah, yeah, not quite as big as a tiger But like hmm, like, like a jaguar Okay. Or like, yeah, mm. a leopard maybe And he's all blue And I think it'd be cool that the more damage He takes, the more, the quickly he would charge up His Lugus ability mm. And then once that was full He would transform automatically And then all of his, he would get like a whole new Move set and be really fast For a while and uh, then it would eventually wear off, and he'd have to play as just like a weaker version of himself for a while.
0: All right, good choice. I uh, I do like that character in that game. I my number four. This is the category where I'm where I call it uh, the untapped mine, where there are Nintendo games that have not been d- d- delved into, and they could be. My original thought was I was going to go with Castlevania. Ke- but
1: however, Castlevania has been added in this recent Smash Bros.
0: I am I am getting rid of is is Simon Belmont. Is Simon that
1: Belmont and from I believe the TV show Richter Belmont.
0: All right, well then and I am the glad Belmont. I am, did not choose that. I'm going with my alternate <laughs> choice, which is from the Ninja Gaiden series, which is something I remember playing uh, as a kid. I'm choosing Ryu, that, uh, so. Ryu Hayabusa. Uh, frankly, is, that is a good pick. There yeah. are ninja esque characters in Super yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah, there
1: Wars. are. Would you like me to break down the Ninja-esque but there is not a yo. Please do. Okay, so th- I would say we have a few ninja characters. One of which is Sheik mm. from the Legend of Zelda series, who's actually Zelda spoilers, I guess. But come on, uh, yeah, Sheik is very fast, very nimble. She has little shurikens and like ninja smoke bombs. She has her one of her moves is literally a smoke bomb teleport. And then, of course, we have the Pokémon water type from the Pokémon X and Y games, Greninja, who Mm -hmm. literally has the word ninja into his title. True. He also has a teleport... And he has
0: Jurikins. He's basically a ninja. And yet none of these are damn ninjas. Like, none of these have Mm. the swords. Like, none of them. And that is where you need Ryu. Like, he is a character... He's he's
1: the classic ninja.
0: Yeah. Do you have a robe with, like, a full set of pajamas with just the eyes? No. You don't have that? Ryu brings that to you. He brings ninja skills, ninja agility. I want to see that In this game I also think it's a nice way To pay homage To like a franchise That has done very well For Nintendo
1: Oh yes No I I believe They made a few of those games
0: (coughs) Yep And have brought And brought them back Into like different formats So Ryu My number four Conrad What is your favorite My number three Is from The very popular Kirby franchise Mm.
1: From Nintendo Everyone Everyone loves Kirby And my favorite Is one of Kirby's friends Bandana Waddle Dee And if you don't know What a Waddle Dee is it's
0: I do not know What a Waddle Dee is
1: Do you know know King Dedede? Mm -hmm. So King Dedede is already a character in Smash, and he has his own kingdom, because he is a king, and his subjects are these things called Waddle and they're little... They're kind of Kirby-esque figures, but they don't have all the Kirby powers. Like, they can't inhale, they don't have, like, infinite jumps or whatever, but they're very small, and Bandanity is, I would say, a Gong Rogue Waddle Dee. Mm-hmm. Who has become Kirby's friend and he has mastered the art of the spear. Okay. And so I think it would be cool to have a character. And he, Bandana, he would play a lot like Kirby and Jigglypuff, where he would have a lot of jumps and he would be able to throw his spears around. Ooh. And I think, yeah, he would be. I like that. He, would, he wouldn't be a very fast character, but he would be really good in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, he would be very hard to challenge up uh, off stage. And that is my number three pick.
0: Uh, my number three pick. This category is what I call old school pick. Old school. And I'm choosing Chef from Burger Time. Um,
1: oh yes. A, a favorite of yours.
0: Burger Time, as we all know, is the greatest arcade game to have ever existed. Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. I love this I love this eighties game. It was something I grew up on, both uh, like going to um, Going to arcades and playing, uh, as well as I think we had a version of it on the old television. So basically, the Burger Time character—you uh, are a chef. You run around trying to form burgers by like running on top of uh, of items to get them to fall. Uh, uh, you are being chased by a very aggressive sausage and egg, and your weapons are just a container of salt and pepper. And this is what I like. I like the idea of uh, like a, oh, a, a chubby a chef. chef Running into one of these like bigger, tougher characters, uh, like a Ganondorf or a Samus or something like that, and just being able to best them by like throwing salt and pepper in their face. Oh, that'd be amazing! And then creating a series of ladders that they can climb up and drop things on. Oh, that would uh, be really yeah, cool. I think I think, I think that really I think that that character is uh, it's like it's a jester-ish character. It's a character you basically play to irritate other players.
1: Oh yeah, no, this is this will definitely be the. What I would like to call the Game and Watch of mm-hmm. the newer games, because if for those of you who don't know, Mr. Game and Watch.
0: Oh, the worst character. He
1: yeah, he is a very rage-inducing character because a lot of his moves are so good for no apparent reason, mm. and he only got better in the new game, and so that made everyone a little bit mad.
0: All right, so there we go. So that is my number three. Uh, as we went old school, Chef from Burger Time, Conrad, let's keep it moving. Uh,
1: my number two is from us. Uh, uh, a series that has been added to Smash but no like direct character representation. Mm-hmm. Just from the Shovel Knight series. Now Shovel Knight is an indie platformer that came out I think in twenty fourteen, I believe. Okay. And it's basically you are a, you are a knight who wields a shovel. Mm-hmm. And his famous thing is you can jump in the air and then you can
0: now, now, shovel down. When your
1: you say shovel you mean like a snow shovel? No, like like a garden shovel. All right. And so he basically goes around the, around the land and, it, and Now, Shovel Knight is an assist trophy, and the character I really want is one of the bosses you must fight. Now, what's cool about this is it's kind of a Mega Man thing, mm-hmm. where there are a bunch of different bosses, and each in each of those levels, you can get a certain power-up that you don't need to clear the level, but it'll really help you a lot. And Tinker Knight is my choice. He is my favorite, uh, by far, by the bosses. He's just a goofy little guy, and... What well, what I think would be really cool is that he in his in his fight he just throws wrenches around everywhere. But however, in his castle he also has a lot of git git gizmos and gadgets. Excuse me, and yes, uh, he yeah. So I think it'd be really cool. He has like mouse that or he has like mice on a timer. He can throw like weird lizard things that fly straight. He can summon like engineers who shoot who shoot cogs at people. And I think that would be a really cool. So he would be kind of a character that would just like summon all these different things to take control of the stage.
0: I like it. I like it. My number two, I wanted a powerful character. And I am going back to the Mike Tyson's Punch Out series, which I think might just now be called Punch Out. But like when it originally yeah. came out, it was yeah. named Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Now, my guess is that they were not able to keep using Mike Tyson's name because of licensing rights. Yes, Much like how uh, uh, Michael Jordan was never in the NBA Jam series. Yeah. But I'm bringing in Mike Tyson. Uh, I am huh. bringing in actual real life mike tyson i do not care which version you use of him i do not care if you use like the actual very good boxer from like the 1980s who could like pound a guy to death with a punch i don't care if you're using today's weird silly face tattoo dragon level mike tyson like i i want to hear his silly voice i want to watch him like Punch someone down. Uh, uh, you may not know this because I know you are not super familiar with boxing. Mike Tyson is infamously known as he was like losing a fight to Evander Holyfield. He like got in real close and like bit off Evander Holyfield's ear. I would like to see a that be a Mike Tyson special ability where he like gets in real close. Like b- just imagine like biting off Princess Peach's ear oh, and just like it. spitting it out that afterwards. That would be a little violent. That's a very skin. yeah. That's a fun move. I want to see fun. yeah. I want to see that move. To me, that is a uh, it's just a fun bashing character who is kind of weird and exciting and also kind of a wild card character but uh, uh, that is my that is my choice. Mike Tyson congratulations you are my number two. Conrad we are down to our number one choices. Yes. I have uh, yeah,
1: this, this one was a no brainer but I kind of had to think about what I had to talk about. Alright lay it on me. So Pokemon Sword and Shield has recently received an update mm-hmm. last month. Alright and that was called the Isle of Armor. Okay. And they added a bunch of a bunch of pokemon that weren't included to the to this new island. However, they also included a new regional variant of one of my favorite pokemon's Slowpoke and Slowbro. And so that is my pick is Galarian Slowbro. And I also think that we'll probably we I don't want to say anything too soon, but I feel like we're probably going to get a pokemon from this new region in this final pass. Oh, okay. And
0: so your number 1 is also possibly a likely choice.
1: The the Pokemon maybe not, but I definitely think we will we'll be getting another Pokemon. And I think Galarian Slowbro would be awesome. So he would be really slow obviously, pretty 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 much. He'd be a very slow, but he'd be very bulky, you know, he'd be very tanky. But in this new game, he has this ability called Quick Draw where every so often it allows him to move first. It allows him to get really fast. So I think like after maybe 20 seconds of into the match that he'll, like, raise up his arm with uh, his little claw and he'll be really fast for, like, 10 seconds and then he'll just, he'll just be able to zoom around the stage. And I think it'd also be cool, while Ivysaur is technically a, a Poison-type, he doesn't really have any Poison-type moves that will, like, like damage people after they've been hit. So I also think that would be really cool it's because Slowbro is now a Poison-type, and so I think it'd be cool if he, like, set down poison puddles or whatever all across the stage. That does
0: sound complicated.
1: It's a little complicated, but that is my number one pick. I really love Slowbrook. I love
0: it. I love it. Okay, my number one, and this took me a little bit to think about, and then the moment I thought about it, I was like, oh, not only is this, not only does this choice have to be on my list, it must be my number one. Oh. And that that is, yes, and that is John Wick. Uh... John Wick, of that is course. Correct. John Wick from the John Wick movie franchise, that's played by Keanu Reeves, is a is the ultimate badass, right? He's got yeah. guns, he'll kill a guy with a pencil, right? Yeah. He can sick a dog after you. There's nothing that John Wick can't do. Right. He, uh, he murders everyone in film. There's no reason for him not to make his way out into the video game world. Because quite frankly, the Jellwick movies are video game-esque. In their very nature, like they exactly. are played, wrong. they are shown as ridiculous video games. So if we are creating a movie like a video game, there's no reason we should then bring. There's no reason that we should not bring that movie we are creating to look like a video game. Put that then into a video game, which will star a character from this movie. Uh, uh, I love the idea of like with all these fantastical characters. You used to have like a dude in a suit who's shooting people with guns. Uh, we already have a guy
1: in a suit who shoot pe- who shoots people. With guns. Who's that? Uh, his he is Joker from Persona Five, and want to really call it more of a super. He's he, he wears kind of like an overcoat, but he wields
0: guns. Yeah, but you know he's not. Thing. He's not John Wick. All right. But he's is I don't very know very much. I don't know. John Wick. I don't know anything about Joker, but I know that John Wick could murder him easily. All right. John Wick. Wrong. He killed two guys with a pencil. All right. So come on, uh, John Wick is my number one choice, uh, and that is our top five list on our little mini episode. I had. Such a fun time doing this, Conrad. I want to uh, thank you for being part uh, part of this. Thank of you course, for coming Of course, this is really in.
1: this is really fun.
0: It was fun when I pitched this idea to you, and I saw you get excited and make this list. So hopefully, uh, we'll get you back on the podcast, and we'll talk about other things. And where we're, I'm looking forward to that opportunity. That sounds uh, good. All right. Well, this has been the podcast. If you like us, uh, there are a couple things you can do. If you want to uh, tell us your choices, you can email us at fancyboysclubblog at gmail.com. We are on Facebook at Fancy Boys Club. We are at twitter.com slash fancyboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram and all my social medias at I hate Matt Uh The Fancy Boys Club. You can just visit us. Go to fancyboysclub.com. Read things we've done. I recently uh, uh, wrote about why the person who organized movies for HBO Max needs to be fired. I also reviewed the latest uh, uh, Andy Samberg movie, which I liked a whole lot. And uh, actually, Conrad, we spoke about that. I think a movie you'd like as well. Uh, Fancy Boys Club is executive produced by Brandon Andreessen, Jack Baker, and myself. Our music is by Kevin McLeod. Once again, my guest has been uh, the wonderful Conrad as uh, someone who I am always thrilled to sit down and uh, talk next to. You. So, Conrad, uh, thank you one more time.
1: Oh yeah, this is a, this is a delight. Okay, a delight.
0: well, thank you guys so much, and uh, we will see you next time on the podcast, The Fancy Boys Club Podcast.